Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Idly hey! Welcome to another episode of the Brett Allen Show. Prepare to be astonished. A pop culture podcast. Join Brett weekly as he interviews your favorite celebrities from film, <gasps> oh, television, I'm back in business, baby. comedy, and much more. Inconceivable! Plus, you never know who will stop by. Dude, we are so gonna party. <laughs> now, here is your host, Brett Allen. another episode of the Brett Allen Show. Today, it's time to bust out your mean bean coffee and your world domination playlist and give us some jazz hands. We're chatting with actor Lee Majdub about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Uh, Lee, thanks for hanging out today. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Brett. Well, this is a fun movie. We, My son and I, we literally just saw it this weekend uh, on Saturday uh, he's been asking about it nonstop. They've been promoting the yeah. hell out of this thing at the theater. Um, and it is a fun movie. Now, this is great because really this whole thing has become a franchise now, which has to be super exciting for you and everybody involved. Oh, oh yeah. We're we're all so, so excited. I mean, just the response to, to, to this movie and, and having the opening weekend that we're having and and everybody's loving it and, and families and kids. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's so cool and to know that there's a development going on for the third one and, and an expansion with the Knuckles series. It's really cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think if you haven't seen this, I'm, there's a little bit of a spoiler coming up here, but we get shadow here at the end of this one. Uh, <laughs> and uh, my kid is so funny. He's like, dad, I think they're going to make another one with shadow. Wouldn't that be cool? I mean, of course, you never really know what these things. Um, but I mean, to be honest, it's it would be cool. It, as you said, the possibility of a third one. It, it's really fun because I remember when the first one was due to come out and then the fans, to say the least, had a lot to say about it. And they literally stopped everything and right. redid the whole thing pretty much from what I understand. And then... Of course, the pandemic hit, and I think the first one came out on direct to demand, I think, or something like that. I can't remember. No, no, it came out. It came out three weeks. So we had uh, so the first movie had three weeks in theaters before I think everything shut down. So we got we got a little bit of time. In okay. It didn't do it, it. Didn't do bad at all. We did really well uh, leading up to when when everything got shut. Okay, down. you know that's right because now that you mention it, Lee, we did go to the theaters. 
because things were still kind of weird at that time and we didn't know yeah it was a valentine's day okay that's right that That took my kid to see it on valentine's day so um that was our little father-son hangout but anyway i digress these are such fun movies and the fact that you get to reprise such a fun role um (laughs) and of course we get to see where you've been what you've been up to Let's talk about this because this these this movie I say is just as good, if I dare say, better than some of these uh, <laughs> cartoon or not cartoon but superhero films. Because this one, the second one, was just huge, crazy, uh, with all the special effects and the stunts. Uh, let's mm-hmm. talk about this. How did you even become involved in the franchise to begin with? Because you've been a part of a lot of really big projects. And then there's this. How did this one come about for you specifically and what sort of interested you in doing it? Because it's just so much fun. Yeah, I mean, the uh, I mean, for Sonic 1, it was just, you know, um, just a typical audition. Uh, I remember they had there was a lot of information that they didn't provide. So it wasn't common knowledge that it was uh, a Sonic okay. movie. Uh, I think it was the working title was Casino Night. And because I knew enough. I was like, oh, hold on, that sounds familiar. <clears throat> and initially I was like, is this like a, a movie about like a casino heist? Like, what is it? <laughs> and then I started to like read the sides and, and like the scenes and kind of start to put things together. Uh, and my agent's assistant is a big gamer and he was like, I think this is Sonic. Uh, and yeah, my audition scenes were the uh, the doctor thinks you're basic scene and the uh the scene where robotnik's on the ground at uh, tom uh, tom's house and i run in and ask him if he's okay uh so it was like the beginnings of those scenes kind of thing um and then yeah for the second one it was just being invited back you know and i mean like i would never say no to working like on a studio picture that's super fun based on a video game that i grew up playing like like you're going to say yes to all of that. Yeah. And working with Jim Carrey. Yeah. I know you've been asked about this in a hundred interviews about working with him. Um, And so I kind of want to go about it from a different approach because when you are, I know people have been asking, you know, can you keep it straight faced? You know, is it hard to not break? Mm -hmm. But I'm very curious when you work with him for the first time, do you know so far as like what kind of it's going to be like, do you get to meet him beforehand or do you just kind of show up and then you're like, okay, now we're working together. I mean, obviously everybody knows who he is. So how right. do you guys go about doing these? Cause you're kind of like comedic foils a little bit as far as like the back and forth sort of thing. Um, you know, h- how does that process work? If that question makes any sense, it's kind of a few different streams of thought but i guess what i'm asking is do you get to see him beforehand or is it just kind of you show up that day and then you're just doing scenes together no i actually didn't meet anybody until my first day on set so i met i met jeff fowler and toby asher um the day i i got to set and the first thing we were shooting was the major bennington scene where we roll up for the first time in the movie um and yeah, Jim, Jim came to set and, and they introduced us and, uh, we all chatted as a group a little bit and, uh, you know, I didn't know what to expect, right. I had no idea of like, 
you know, what was Jim going to go for with the character? And he, you know, he just starts working it and feeling it out and, and having discussions and, and, uh, and you just see it come to life in front of your eyes. Um, and then I've said this before, like Agent Stone initially on paper, there wasn't much to him besides kind of just, you know, uh, someone for Robotnik to talk to. But there was never the intent that they would have the kind of chemistry that they that they end up having. Uh, and that came through, you know, Jim having ideas and, and he and I talking and spitballing and Jeff being on board. And then they would see us kind of uh, improv a little bit or try something out and see a little spark of magic or, uh, you know, it was is pretty great. And so as they saw that, we started to build more and more and more on it. Um, you know, and it, it, we, we get to do it again in this one and, and, and build on that. Yeah. As a side note, is that an agent stone pop Funko behind you that I see? Yes. Yes, it is. It is a custom made <laughs> by custom. Yeah. Look at that. That is legit. That. And, he's, and he's holding the little quill. <laughs> right. I love this again. It's just, you know, there's just a lot of fun things happening in this movie, and uh, you mm -hmm. all just do such a fun, ta a fantastic job. I was, I think, maybe a little bit more excited than my kid to watch it because I mean, they're just so much fun. And of course, yeah. uh, we grew up playing this game, and uh, you know, in this day and age of content and turning games into movies and rides into movies and movies into rides. I really think that mm -hmm. you and everybody just did so good and really presenting a fun story. And of course there's a lot of heart, a lot of values and just a lot of visceral level things to take away from this as well. And uh, you find mm -hmm. yourself rooting for all of you, you know, it's just, it's so much fun. Um, again, just a lot of things that you've been a part of, but when did you know that you wanted to become an actor or a storyteller, Lee, when was that moment for you when this was something that interested you and made you go, I really want to take a swing at this? I mean, I was always, I was always creative. I was, uh, I was an artist. Um, you know, I, I used to sketch, draw, paint. Uh, initially I wanted to pursue that. Um, but I was always like, I mean, I was, I was, always super expressive. I, I tried improv in, in like junior high and high school and I, and I was told that I was no good at it. And, um, and then it was, I was in college studying mechanical engineering. I really wasn't happy. Didn't know what I wanted to do in my life. And um, one of my sisters actually was like, just, why don't you just take some acting classes? Like you've always wanted to do it. You're creative. You're I think it's something you'd be really good at. Just give it a shot and see, see how it feels. And I hopped into my first class and honestly, it was like the first time I really felt like, okay, I think I, 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 I know what I want to wow. do. Um, and let's give this a serious go. And so I trained uh, quite a bit. Uh, I did a bunch of short films, student films, just trying to get as much experience as I could. Um, yeah, I graduated university, got my degree, and then uh, and then moved out to Vancouver um, to pursue it full time. And here we are playing a very iconic character in a very set of iconic films. Now a franchise, which is crazy. Who would have thought? I know, really. It's interesting. <laughs> like I, when I talk to actors and 
and folks like yourself, I'm always fascinated. Obviously, you know, meeting you in person is always a thrill and being able to get to know you a little bit better in a short amount of time. But also, a lot of times you, generally speaking, are surprised in some sort of way that your success has followed you. You know, because you don't really think about that, I don't think, when you're starting out like, I want to be famous. I mean, maybe you do. Maybe some people do. But really, to hear mm. the story of your journey of just doing things and then even people telling you you're not good at this or I would maybe look at doing something else, you know, <laughs> or whatever the case might be. Yeah. But then now it's like, who has the last laugh? You're you're in a major studio picture right. uh, playing just such a fun character and you're working with... I mean, Jim Carrey, my God, Tika Sumter. I mean, the, 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 it's just unbelievable. Um, and, uh, here you are. I mean, and, and the future is bright. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah. one last question, best piece of advice, uh, that you've been given, whether as an actor or just at any point in your life that really has sustained you, Lee, uh, through the trajectory of your life and your career. It's really hard to, cause I think there's, there's a lot that have melded into, into like one kind of I don't know if it's one piece of advice it's I've received so much great advice over over my life uh I would say just find find something you're passionate about something you love go for it a hundred percent um don't worry about how long it's going to take because I mean, I've been doing this 15 years, you know, and it took about seven years before I got my first guest star role. Uh, Sonic didn't happen for me until what, what, like four, three, four years ago. So I was like 11 years in, 12 years into to pursuing this, um, you know, and I think the, the best thing I did, did for myself was just uh, work, work on myself heal as a person, uh, find joy in my life and, uh, and try as hard as possible not to make it about the end result and just enjoy the journey. Wow. I love it. That's a great tag for our episode. Yeah. You can, cause you can't go <laughs> into this, like hoping that it will fulfill you or, I mean, I'm sure it makes you happy. It's the process has to, yeah, the process. You, you know yeah. I mean? I mean, you can't be like, you know, I love the fact that you talk about healing yourself. That's very cool. Um, yeah. And what I tell, what I tell a lot of people like that, you know, that, that ask me is I always tell them, look, if, if, if it's something you're passionate about and you're meant to do it, it's, it's not a matter of if it'll happen. It's a matter of when it'll yeah. happen. Right. So you just stick with it and just trust that it's going to happen. So, I mean, you look at Morgan Freeman, like how long did it take Morgan Freeman until, you know, he became a household name. Like it's, it takes, it can take a while, you know, and you just, as long as you love it, just keep this going. This is great. I mean, this film is fun. It's exciting. You kill it as Agent Stone. Uh, you're, Thank you. Of course, my friend. It's just such a good film. I can't wait for it to stream here in a few weeks. Uh, I mean, of course, if you can see this in the theaters, please do. If you can see it in XD. Oh, yeah, it's definitely definitely a movie to see in theaters. It's it's big and you want to see you want to see uh, Stone. You want to see Stone on the big screen. You do, but also you want to see Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Robotnik all engaging together. I mean, it's it's a and there's so many cool action scenes. It's I mean the end of this these explosions and the the stuff that you guys mm. are doing. 
Um, all the nuances when Eggman's coming down and you see kind of an expanded version, which people are like, we want to see the big Eggman. You know, it just, you guys nailed it. Right. Kicked yeah. Ass, uh, to say the least. Thank you. Uh, Lee Majdub, thank you so much for hanging out today, my friend. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks. Have a good one. That brings today's show to a close. Goodly do. Thanks for stopping by. If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to share it with a friend and subscribe. It's absolutely free. The views and opinions of the guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. Autobots, roll out. Go home.